my back. What'd you do? <laughs> I'm God not sure. Fran, what did you do this time? We're not quite sure what's going on. The The only thing we're, we know for sure is that I'm going to have to get a stupid fucking MRI of my sciatica, and then I'll have to figure out what to do from there. Because I thought the running would help, because it should help, kind of like loosen everything, and it didn't. So I'm just like, Whoa. So, Fran, you finally got out of the factory life, and you're still fucked. Yeah, but at least now I get to sit at my own desk with all my own decorations. Yeah, that doesn't help any. The desks <laughs> no, don't help doesn't. any. But mine raises. Yeah, so does mine, but I can't use it. Oh, why? One, the plugs won't stay in the wall. Oh. Because they're still plugged into a wall, not in a base, and then the base is plugged into its own extension. Okay. And also, I'm super tall. Yeah. So mm. I don't like people staring at me. <laughs> and when I am towering over half the fucking office. And they're all sitting, it probably does look a little Because they're all weird. like super Mormon ladies, so they're all like 5'2". <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what I like about mine. mine. Mine is set up so that it it will lift as high as I need it to. And they even have like those exercise balls that you can sit on. I so, can't. I can't. I like them, but sometimes I just keep getting that image of the office in my head where Jim pops the ball from underneath Dwight, and I want to do it. Oh, yeah. I have fat fear constantly about it. I was like, it's just going to pop. It's going to pop. They're meant to hold a certain weight, so we have like three different sized ones. So I always get the big one, the biggest one. That way I don't have to be worried about it. I, th- I think it says it can like withstand up to 400 pounds so i was like yeah, oh, that's it crazy says, it says and probably for <laughs> short term not my ass is gonna be on this bitch for eight fucking hours <laughs> and also Maybe. i fidget a lot i do fidget a lot that's that's one of the things that and I... it's not bouncing up and down fidget i'm like i'm like wah, wah, oh wah. yeah yeah lean like that lean like that so i ski basically <laughs> oh my god so my desk <laughs> Because we, we're working in like a cubicle space, but it's mm-hmm. all one same group. And so my desk is right next to and, sh- and shares the wall with my one of my bosses. And so sometimes, oh, I hate that. well, sometimes I'm listening to music and I'm getting into it and I'm like tapping my feet and I'm like air drumming and doing all kinds of other stupid shit. And he'll just peek over and I'll just see the top of him and he'll just be like, you, you, you digging that jam? And I'm like, I'm sorry. Sorry, he's like, Wilson. He's like, it's fine. Just, <laughs> he just comes back down. I'm like, oh. <laughs> oh, beans. Oh, I think mine's not all that high. Yours is much higher than Probably. mine. Probably. Well, I guess I, okay. There I'll we go. crank mine up. Yeah. Look, it's going to have a lot of feedback on both our shits, but. Ah. Is that going to be fun ah, to It's edit? fine. No, no, it's fine. <laughs> not really. It's going to be easy because it's all synced already. Oh. Me and Jacob been doing remote lately. Mm-hmm. Well, at one point, I love because it's so crisp. The last two episodes have been just, but I also have to sync it up just right because it just it it's what happens when two people are recording from two different sets. Yeah, one may go slightly faster, one may go slightly slower, and you can tell because since he's using the Yeti and just earbuds, oh, I can hear me half yep. the time. So I am syncing my audio with his reverb. Oh my god! Well, if it works, that's, yeah. That's a smart and then trying way to, to delete that. the reverb, but when it's live, all it does is sound slightly echoey because it's coming from two different oh, things. Okay, so that's not too bad. But that's not all that bad, nah. No, that's pretty easy. Especially because if you're here, because your your ass is, you go from like being like <laughs> that's bullshit to like five feet away from the mic. It's like yeah, it's just kind of. <laughs> 
<laughs> Either way, the sound will be caught. Like fucking uh, Shirani <laughs> or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, just pull that. Oh, dude. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, da, 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 da. Hello and welcome to another episode of Brother Scroll. That's fine. That's Bob. Huzzah. One person does it. Uh, so Jake's on his Navy stuff. He is uh, discussed in the last episode. He was uh, he he was trying to get orders to go to Wainimi and they came in. And uh, they like we're talking short notice. Uh, within a week, he was had to get packed. So Jesus. he's like, on on that episode we were recording on a Friday. He was like, yeah, they haven't told me yet. I'm not really all that sure uh, if it's going to be okay or not. But and then like Friday, I was like, when do you want to record? It's like, well, we might have to do it remotely tomorrow because I have to pack. Oh my <laughs> I was like, god! Bitch, just go. <laughs> he was leaving Sunday. <laughs> So he found out sometime in that week. How does he feel with the way the government's like ramping up for war essentially? Is he nervous at all about being called uh, the duty? Well, he is he is in the IT sector of it, but it oh. also still would, but Yeah. Yeah, it one of those things don't really talk about too much because it's stuff that I don't know what he can talk about. Yeah. You don't know what level of clearance he's allowed to yep. Yeah. My little brother worked at Northrum Grumman and they did all of the stuff for the missiles. They made all the parts yeah. for the missiles. And that was one of the things where I'd be like, so what do you guys do? And he's like, it's classified. I'm like, oh, well, what do you guys what do you guys make? He's like, parts stuff. for missiles. I'm like, what missiles? It's classified. Oh. Okay. Why would you ask after that? It's like, <laughs> it's it classified. <laughs> it's parts for missiles. Oh, one and two. Okay. Red and blue make purple. Okay. <laughs> you can't tell me because it's missile shit. I just want to know more. But he ended up actually leaving that Friend, job. Friend, why did you want to know more? Because I'm a communist. No, not really. But I mean, I am. I Socialist. Am, I, mean, I am leaning towards maybe eating the bourgeois and tearing down their homes. So yeah. I'm thinking like French Revolution style. It might be time. Yeah. Central Park. Yeah. Arm the people. I'm ready. <laughs> be gay. Do crimes. <laughs> Burn towns get money. Uh, <laughs> See? Uh, okay, that is something I do got to say. I, I am going to probably do a a little thing here, too. So, dear viewers, if you're listening, uh, I don't know, to speed up engagement, because this is something I've been wanting to do, because I keep talking about how much I love this service, but nobody uses it. Oh. Uh, Dropout is having a gift <gasps> set up. Isn't that the- Where you can give like a month free for somebody. Yeah. So- Dear viewers, when this episode comes out, hop on Twitter at ABQ Podcast. Uh, reply to the to the episode. Let me know if you guys want a fucking free thing, a free month of dropout. I'll try and make that happen for a couple people. I'm wanting to fucking. I'm trying to give like actual people I know it too because it's amazing. It's college humors. Like you know how no, if you support wanting, a Patreon, yeah, I've been wanting to look the at the five it. T tier usually gets you a lot of their videos and yeah. shit like that, which. For NADPOD, the five tier gets you a second podcast. Five bucks a month, it's college humor shit. Fuck yeah. So it's just like a bunch of like oh, skits and- no, Not just- Okay, there's Dimension 20. Its whole thing is fucking glorious. There's five seasons of it now. Hell yeah. Two of which are uh, a D&D &D set up in a John Hughes high school. Oh my god. <laughs> One of which is- uh, New York, but everything's happening on the underside of it. Like, Ooh, all the magic shit's on yeah. there. There's a... The first little side quest they did was... 
what it like okay so what would happen to Sauron's army after the ring oh dropped God. and it's it's about like the generals of the dude like that's like cool. 20 minutes into episode 1 is when the dark lord dies and they're all just sitting there in the meeting like they're like what the what fuck? the fuck what, what the do fuck? we do now <laughs> like it's so good and i there's one with all the macaroys. Oh yeah, it's a Toy Story thing where like there's like uh the the borrowers basically and oh, live toys. It's so cute. Stealing a roll of quarters from the evil borrower king who lives in the house. That's fucking dope. That sounds awesome. And, that sounds adorable. Uh, I'll 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 try to remember to show you the clip of Justin Macaroy explaining his character who's a clicko man, a Lego <laughs> man. It is the most like soul cleaving thing in the world because he's a French nihilist with an existential crisis because he's lived in a fucking car for two years, barely alive, oh like just God. sucking off whatever little uh, joy he's getting from. No, no, no. Oh. Their toys are brought alive by the kids that own them. Oh. Just barely alive. Oh, that's sad. And fucking straight. And also each one of his bodies is a different character. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. It's oh my so, God. It is. And Dimension 20 isn't even the best part of it, okay? It is an amazing fucking thing, but there's a game show on there mm -hmm. that's the best thing I've fucking seen in a game show. Oh, it's called shit. Game Changers, and it's just every episode it's different, and they never tell you what the game is when you're playing it. Oh, you just have to fucking ad adapt and adjust, huh? This is the way one of them starts. Okay, your word is duck. Quack, quack. That's how they eventually figured out it was making the sounds that are being told to. It was, it was the best part about Tuesday, uh, Friday. I woke up at two o'clock in the morning for no reason whatsoever. Couldn't go back to sleep. But hey, it's the there demons, was a new Bob. season of Game Changers. <laughs> no, that sounds cool. But damn, I was originally going to talk about something. But no, yeah, dear viewers, hop on there, ask about it. I'll, I'll give away two. Yeah, that's good. Two month subscriptions. Or month gifts. And you know what? Since you actually been wanting it, I'll probably hit you up with one then, too. Oh, hell Just yeah. a month of it. Like That'd be cool. I can handle five bucks a month. It's not a big deal. Like, it's... I handle all the insulary kind of shits. Yeah. Like, mom's check usually gets rid of the basic bills, and mine's everything else. Mine's... Oh, yeah, hers is utility. Gas, mine is... Whatever. Yeah, mine's cost of living. Nice. So we get by okay on that. Well, so that's what we, so we have roommates now because oh, my, my friend Tasia, she and her boyfriend and their two kids were living with his cousin and this, the cousin has a wife. Her name is Jessica. She's a fucking bitch. She would like turn off the heat and they're living in the basement. And so she would turn off the heat. She'd turn off the internet access. She'd do all this Why? fucked up shit because she's fucking crazy. She was, she's insane. There's a, there's a whole big story behind it, but she's just a garbage human being essentially. So finally they had their last straw moment and they were like trying to figure out where to move to. And I was like, well, I'm paying $1,800 a fucking month to live here. Why don't you guys just move in and pay me what you're paying them rent? And it helps. It makes a huge mm -hmm. difference. It's been nice. And so that's kind of what we've been able to do now is like my checks from my work are now to help go towards paying the house and then what they give us for rent and then Brandon's it helps with the, is, yeah. with the extra utility payments. Yeah. Yeah. It's been real nice. So I'm just like, fuck. But yeah, that's one of those things that I hate about the whole Silicon Valley people moving their way over here. You know that there's like an actual there. People are calling this the Silicon Slopes. Yeah. I'm like, Jesus. Uh, 
I knew that was happening back in 2005 because it started with a bunch of game developers moving out. Yep, a bunch of game developers. And then it started slowly moving. So the area that I'm at in Salt Lake, uh, it's technically in the Gateway Mall. Oh, really? Because most of the businesses have moved out of there to go to that City Creek Mall. It's now becoming like a business district. A business hub. So it's like insane to see all these new companies that keep popping up there and stuff. So I'm like, oh, man. Nice. Oh, I know what I was going to say. Have you seen the trailer or the the opening cinematic or any of the gameplay shit for the new Baldur's Gate? Uh, No, but when Brandon told me there was going to be a new Baldur's Gate, like my brain exploded. Did he tell you what it was about? No. It starts on a Mind Flayer's spell jammer. Oh, no way. You get infected by a ta- you get a tadpole thrown into your eye. And it starts like this opening cinematic's amazing. It starts with a mind flare and like the the teaser thing, you know, it, it was going to be about mind flares anyway cuz it showed a guy's head explode and then like Fuck yeah. like I was so terrified. I fucking hate mind flares. I'll go into that in a minute. <laughs> but anyway, um it starts this gif yankee, you know, the the green orc looking yeah. people. Yeah. Or well, actually, if you look at uh, Lord of the the Lord of the Rings movie, the way the goblins look, yeah, and the, yeah, that little that's what the Gith Yankee the Gith look like with like the no nose yeah. thing. Uh, she gets one put in, and because it's all in first person. Because when I was watching the uh, the actual opening bits of it of the developer playing it, mm-hmm. it was hilarious. I'll get in that in a second, but uh, you had uh. And then it showed, like, the camera pan showing that it's a person. You're looking through their eyes. Yeah. And then he grabs another tadpole and shoves it in your eye. Oh, fuck. It stops, because that's how you build, when you build your character. Yeah, that's fucking dope. Then, out of nowhere, and then it shows him, uh, port, uh, then it shows, like, the, the illithid walking by a bunch of his dead comrades. So it looks like, like, don't owe dead mind flayers, Fran. Fuck you. (laughs) They're it's... mind flayers. They deserve to be dead. <laughs> no, they do of not. Them. They do no. They do. They should not exist in this timeline. They're from the far end. They they're from the end of the universe, and they were such shitheads. They had to come back to fuck with us. Fuck them. Okay. You, they don't deserve to be here. You are real prejudiced over here. <laughs> they. You know how beholders are fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Right? They turn them into mounts. Oh, that's mind sick. flayers. That sounds dope. Turn beholders into mounts. That's amazing. Here's the fuck of it, Fran. <laughs> they can hover. They don't. Yeah. They can fly sixty feet. They don't need mounts. Yeah, but imagine how sick it looks yes. to be riding a fucking that's beholder. That's my point. That's you're, amazing. You're thinking this is somebody who's just like, oh, hey, that's a cool thing to see over there. That's a cool <laughs> thing to see over there. Not happening to me. <laughs> But okay, I would fuck you. I would love to be a mind flayer. No, you would not want to. F- no, <laughs> I'm talking about them fighting you. Fuck you, Fred. But <laughs> and then a bunch of uh, Gith Yankees show up on red dragons. Yeah, ooh. which is awesome because the whole thing about the Gith Yankee is after they overthrew the mind flayers, they were like a slave race. Uh, As is kind of like in Mister Pandaria, the way the Pandarids were. Yep. But uh, they overthrew and. Basically, nearly killed all the mind flayers. Like oh, the gift. Then they had a schism where one wanted to continue what the mind flayers were doing, but fuck you, it's us now. The other were all like monks and shit. They're like, no, fuck off, we're gone. The gifts arrive. The gifts arrive. Okay, if the space pirates were not lawful evil, 
The Gith Yankee would rock. Would rock. They, they're space pirates <laughs> from the astral fucking sea. That's fucking awesome. dope. That's fucking dope. But I, uh, and so the whole thing with the red, the red dragons is, I, uh, the queen of the Gith Yankee made a deal with fucking Tiamat herself. Oh shit! So they have red dragons at their beck and call. That's kinda, amazing. Well, again, to use Warcraft again, kind of like in Warcraft Two, where all the orcs kind of like enslaved uh 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 Alexstrasza and used her brood as yep like that but it's mutual it's a been it's a symbiotic relationship that's fucking so dope. these fucking red dragon gifts all like fucking riding on like holding yeah. on to the horns in, like some kick ass way not straddling them but actually like freaking hunkering down and standing on them and like oh you know just what that like, fuck up this yeah that pulls up the image in uh avatar like the James Cameron movie where they're on the giant fucking yes, birds like, like that? that like like fuck that yeah. yes Except you're just grabbing onto one of their fucking uh, back dope. spines, and uh, and they fuck up their spell jammer. I can't remember the the name of their spell jammers. How like they're like that weird little crustacean thing with like yeah. the fucking the tentacles popping out the front of it. Yeah. <laughs> but like while it's like abducting people in a town, like it's so fucking cool with like the little their uh their uh their spell jammer is just like gra- like touching people and teleporting them into pods so he can like re i fuck them. And they just lay waste to the ship and this whole fucking, like, fight. He keeps, like, teleporting out and they follow him in portals. And it is so fucking cool. That sounds fucking sick. And, like, there's also one that uh, the guy, like, one of the developers was showing. Okay, this is now, we'll now show you the gameplay. And you know how those are always very scripted? Yeah. It's not. You know why? Why? There's a party wipe. <laughs> oh my like, god! <laughs> there's a, like the first fight is a few inter- intellect devourers. You know those brains with dog arms. Yeah. And he's just like, okay, I'll get the high ground, which will give me advantage on it because it still ro- runs yeah. on a uh, on d twenty five e. So that but makes the sense. rolls are in the background. So if you want, you can turn it on. It'll show you what you rolled. Oh, he's like looking at that like, okay, I have a 90 percent chance to hit. This should be fine. Miss. Everybody's laughing at him. Oh, he's like, "Oh, that's bad." Because with this fight, um, this can be a wiper. It's just him and a Claire, like two oh people in the party God. fighting. Them. And here's the thing: Mage Hand works a lot better in the game than it does in D and D. Oh fuck yeah! Because he used it. You can use Mage Hand to throw people to fuck do the you, shove. You action. can like yes to actually use the shove that's action amazing. to shove them like thirty feet, dude. That's like so he, fucking and dope. one of them like came up to him. Was like, okay. Here's how I'm going to get him away from me. Mage hand, shove. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Everybody's like laughing as hell. And then he sees like another one's like, okay, this one's right here. It's nearly dead. If I can kill this guy, we probably won't wipe. Yeah. 95 chance to hit, critical miss. Oh my. <laughs> everybody's just laughing at him. He's and like, he ends up getting, fuck. like the cleric gets got and then he gets got and he's like, well, there you have it. <laughs> he's like, that happens. That Happens. So then they have like a bigger one later on, but this this isn't coming out till next gen. Fuck. Like it's yeah. They felt they flat out said like what they're working on, like it's not gonna be able to come out till next year. But it looks so good. Like it looks like you'll be able to have like you'll never have true freedom. But those there's so many options baked into it that it won't feel yeah. so stagnant. Like the character they were using was a dampier. Was a, or no, not a dampier because those aren't actually vampires. It was a like a ha- a vampire. Thrall or something like that. Hmm. Like, he actually could suck blood and shit. Oh, shit. And he's like, you know, he needed blood. And the 
We were in the camp. Everybody was asleep but me. Oh, my God. He rolled a nat 20 and was able to just eat the fucker. (laughs) (laughs) She woke up all tired as fuck, and he's all health and hearty. He's feeling all peppy. Just fucking drained the shit out of their cleric. (laughs) Yeah. It it looks so fun, Fran. That sounds fucking sick. I really loved Baldur's Gate a lot. I haven't got a chance to play. I need to because it's one of those things I didn't have a computer when they came out and all that shit. What? Well, that boy needs to put more. Hey, when you get home, tell Brandon he needs to put more pepper on his eggs. No. Looking at this picture, that ain't that much pepper. He ain't a spicy boy. Well, no, he is a spicy boy sometimes, but I've just barely gotten him back to eating pepper. Mm. He never really liked pepper much. Like, seriously, today I had like an egg sandwich. But apparently mom got some bagels at this really great bakery. Oh, shit. So I made me a bagel egg sandwich. There you go. Holy fuck. Dude, we had um we had gone to Costco a couple weeks ago, and we had a bunch of croissants from there. And I fucking hate eggs, but having them in a sandwich with, like, we had that big ham hock forget, that you slice. I keep forgetting you hate eggs. Yeah, I would fry up my little piece of ham, throw it on this freaking croissant, melt some fucking Gouda cheese that we had, put that mm-hmm. on top, and then, like, make my egg, like, scrambled and fluffy, but folded in you an omelet ma- style. You want me to say how to make that slightly more bougie as fuck? Oh, man. Uh, um, got I, some, because since mom hardly ever eats at work because she's always busy, Yeah, got a thing of those uh, prosciutto and cheese rolls. Oh, yeah. Unroll that, fry it a bit. Throw it on there. And then toss it on. Fuck, yeah. Fucking hell, that's that good. amazing. With a little bit of cream cheese. No, you don't need cream cheese. Oh, I love cream cheese. Cream cheese me. is good, but... I, no, 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 no. I, I, I like love it, it on my nah. egg sandwich. It's good. Uh, I'm not a fan of putting it on eggy stuff. Uh, just a bagel by itself, sure, but nah, oh, it's not a staple in anything. It's a fucking game changer for me. I'm good. I'm good, Fran. <laughs> I'm good. So... You said you had a shitload of fuck to talk about. A shitload of fuck. To a shitload of fuck. So, it depends <sighs> on which subject you want to look at right now. So, between uh between playing a bunch of new board games <laughs> and then studying so much that my brain is in a blender, usually by the time I get to the weekend, I'm just like my brain is scattershot. It's just Yeah. So, I mean, I've been reading a bunch of new books, listening to a bunch of new podcasts. Um, I recently started getting into more of the story ones because I loved Night Vale. I thought Night Vale was so cool. Have you listened to Bubble? Mm-mm. You need to listen to Bubble. It is fucking awesome. I'll have to. Sadly, there's only one season of eight episodes. Hey, but I mean, if it does good, then then they're gonna want to do listened... more. No, they haven't. They haven't fucking said anything about doing a new one. It's a Max Fun one, so Ooh. hopefully they'll release something about it with the next Max Fun draft coming up, but. Well, so when it comes so to podcasts, so I like I like to do a lot of the horror ones. So these are some of the ones I've been listening to. The Black Tapes has been a really, really fucking cool one because it um in that one, it's like uh, you're listening to a bunch of like supernatural, almost like it's like CIA tape files or whatever. And it, it but it's so cool. It's a really cool fiction one that I liked. There, I added it to your stuff. Perfect. Thank you. Bubble. Ooh. Don't have it too close to your mic because it makes it sound like a fucking eight bit ah, game. That's, that's what that sound okay, was. Okay, I was wondering what that fucking sound was. But so I've been listening to that well, and then on, If you're super into horror, Spines is another one that's really good for that. And within the wires is like a Night Vale presentation. I don't know if you've listened to that one yet, but you should. Oh, my friend Red, she was uh she was talking to me about 
freaking the new night. I was like, please tell me you're still listening. I need to talk to somebody. I'm like, <laughs> fuck, no. I, I haven't listened because I used to always w- listen to it on my walk to work. And I just stopped after that. Oh. Like it's, hmm. I can't even remember where I stopped. So I tried starting again. Yeah. Well, so one of the other ones I've been super into because I'm a gigantic fucking like military history nerd or whatever. I've been listening to Dan Carlin's Hardcore History again. And I don't know if I've ever told you about his stuff, but uh, he, he's got an amazing voice. First off, he's talking to you and he's got like that really soft, like it draws you in. So the as you're listening. and Ken Burns. Yeah. yeah <laughs> perfect. But um, and so. He's describing all these scenarios, and it's funny because right now I'm I'm re-listening to the Blueprint to Armageddon, which is one of my favorites. It's like a five series part, and dude, this series it's twenty fucking hours, twenty Jesus. hours of content for just it is this Kim Burns. for just this one set. But it is amazing, and the whole the whole point of that one is like to show you that because of the coincidences that happened in World War One, and would have, and because those coincidences led up to what happens in World War II, those two battles have pretty much set the stage for the world to be where it is right now. And the first time I listened to it, my mind was just like blown because I was like, holy shit, he's right. Well, like, holy fucking Fran- shit. Well, Fran, no. This, this, without even knowing details, that's a, <laughs> that is a given fact. You, that is ingrained. That is that is a genetic memory knowledge. This is something you're born knowing. Oh, oh yeah. You, I, I was just born yesterday. I know how fucking silly ooh, World War One was. No, well, and it's it's not it's not even that. It's just the fact that like the, the because of the outcomes from both of these wars, like, yeah, we're still feeling these things. It's almost a hundred years. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's about a hundred. It's more than a hundred years yeah. after World War One, 1914. Yeah, and we're still feeling the effects of yeah. what that led. And it that, that there's a reason it was called the Great War. But that that whole aspect blew my mind. But when you were talking about um, when you were talking about Mordor and Sauron and using that analogy, he uses that analogy when he's talking about uh, towards uh, what World War One felt like for people, and uh, it was just making me laugh because. The whole time I'm like thinking about how like, well, of course, that's why you think that analogy. That's why Tolkien wrote his shit the way yeah. he fucking wrote it. And then he goes, but that explains why Tolkien wrote these the way he wrote. I was like, oh, my God. I was like, I love this guy. Yeah, he fucking uh, hits everything. For someone who uh, who who actively said his word is not allegorical. Yeah. He thinks allegory is cheap and weak. That doesn't change the fact that the world he lived in shaped what he wrote. Yeah, it oh, it definitely did. It definitely did, especially if he was at like one of the the bigger, messier, like awful battles, like the Battle of Verdun or that very first battle. They were like months and months. And that's what a lot of mm-hmm. people don't really understand that those those fights weren't oh, a skirmish for a day or two. They were months of ongoing shelling yeah. and fighting and gassing and all this shit. And I was looking up pictures cuz one of the things that Dan Carlin does is he suggests like content for you uh-huh. to look at or read, you know, to kind of get a better idea of things in your head. And I was looking up pictures of what the fucking uh, cavalry for the Germans looked like. And dude, that is some straight steampunk shit. I'd never seen it before. So it's dudes sitting on horses with fucking spears. And then they've got fucking crazy ass, like, gas masks on. and they're they put gas masks helmet. on their horses too? Yeah. And the whole time I'm looking at it, I'm like, 
holy shit. Like, I've never taken the time to look at that. Even though You're I about love... to invade, uh, like, Grand Uretania or it's some like, weird yeah, fucking, some it's... weird alt-you bullshit yeah, title so... for not, not Britain. <laughs> yeah, and I loved it. I was like, that is so crazy. Like, that's insane to think that. I mean, it was only a 10, uh, 14 year difference between the 1800s and the 1900s. Oh, yeah. And that 14 years was enough to have caused such a like, just like huge growth in like technology and warfare and all well, this all other stuff. All this stuff was starting to get used because I remember, I remember because what was it? I, I'm trying to think of what war it was that I'm trying to think of that. When planes and balloons and blimps were That's World right War before, no, right before they start becoming big, yeah. there was a whole thing where like, well, in the Civil War, people realized that shit were fucked because people would actually watch the fights and then realize, yeah. oh, I just got ki-. a lot of us are getting killed watching this. Yeah, so pe- they would watch it in balloons, watching this, and then people started realizing, like, what if we in that one of those balloons we have a bunch of bombs. That's how it all came. That's why it was such a fucking deadly, messy yeah. thing. People saw like. Hey, I wonder how we can murder a hundred people with that thing. And then they murdered a thousand people with that yep. thing and realized, oh, we're smart. Oh, I'm dead from that thing. Fuck, it's good. Well, and then and then this is what I thought was crazy. And then I never really thought about it from a military. And then Brad like a... Pitt fucking comes across <laughs> and kills you with a knife, scalps you and rips out your heart and oh shit. Oh my god. Why? Because you killed his baby brother. You killed his baby brother. <laughs> no, one of the things that did blow my mind though, because I never thought about this, was the fact that the 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 previous bloodiest battle before that was the fight of Waterloo, okay, right? Yeah. And the French were amazing, unstoppable because they had these cannons and they had all this artillery stuff. After that, the Germans spent from then until they launched their first attack in 1914, building a Zeppelin army, building fucking artillery shells that they can fucking transport that can go 15, 20 miles, which was yeah. unheard of at that time. Like they were legitimately the most advanced and splendid army of that fucking time and it's because they just sat down and fucking went ham on the technology they had and it was the entire country had the same setup where they they're sat in the shower having the argument they had yesterday but winning it but and then writing it, it down. Yep. Like, you know what? I should have said this, that <laughs> yeah. motherfucker. Then he would have said that. Then I would have said this. And now everybody's dead from mustard gas. Yeah. Fuck you, well, Dave. Exactly. And it's it's what's crazy to me. Because at that time, Germany had only been a country, I think, 150 years. So it was still young. Yeah, because it, it was a yeah. giant broken off. Yeah. So it was, it was yeah. still young. And the Kaiser at the time was a total fucking idiot. Kaiser Wilhelm was a fucking dipshit. Yeah. He's so lucky that he had generals that knew what they were fucking doing. So unlucky that his grandma died shortly before that. <laughs> yeah. And that is still fucking my greatest. If you want to if you want to encapsulate how stupid World War 1 is, he actively said if grandma was still alive that never would have happened. Why? Cuz they were all fucking yep. related by blood. They were all related by blood. That's one of the other things too that a lot of people don't think about that I'm like at that time the Kaiser the Tsar of Russia, the King of England, the the King of Greece, like you had all these yeah. major political powers all connected by blood. Which tells you that like the if you, uh, let's divert that over to Game of Thrones. Yep. The Maester's plot never would have worked. Cuz the Maester's plot was yeah. to intermarry everybody, which is why they were pushing for uh Robert to marry uh Lyanna and all yep. this other shit. And then, you know, uh 
uh, Rhaegar came in and Rhaegar came in and fucked it all up by you know getting horny and getting prophetically horny. See, prophetically, I like that. Prophetically so, so horny. Here's here's uh the debate on that, Bob. Do okay. you do you believe that he and Leano were in love, or do you believe that he did lust for her, take her, raped her? She got pregnant, and he kept her away in a tower so no one would find his illegitimate son. I personally don't think love in that is because everything, every time that Leona's talked about how much I, uh, what's her face, I, Cersei, no, I, oh. Uh, oh god, the, the faceless Stark. Oh, um, uh, the faceless. It's with an Stark. A. What the li- the Aria? little? Thank you. I couldn't remember her name. Uh. <laughs> Arya's the faceless. <laughs> uh, <laughs> how much she resembles an act just like her aunt yeah. did. Aunt. Her aunt. They're they're proper, so it has to be aunt. <laughs> you have to say it like 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 your Tim Curry just coming. Oh my aunt. aunt. She's my aunt. Oh my God. By blood. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think she would give two shits about getting married. Yeah. So it it could be, hey, here's this really hot dude who unseated me because didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Most likely she she was was the small. Yeah. yeah, She was the small tree warrior. Yeah. As in like, as in like, no, no, no. As in she was probably in the suit when it happens. Like, you know what? You kick ass. You want to fuck? Let's fuck. She's like, I'm ready. To I don't fuck. think it was a it was a a take name, but this is also based on medieval Europe, where it really fucking didn't matter. It didn't. Women didn't have so, rights. So <laughs> yeah, you you were just if the, the king yeah. wanted that pussy, the king got that pussy. Yeah, Prima it's noctis, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> it's. Caused a lot of wars. Oh, uh, fuck yeah. It, has. it also gave us that shitty Braveheart movie. I like it. Oh, Braveheart's bad. I but, like Braveheart. But you know, it's all because, well, they got married and the king found out. Like, da da da. The king's but, like, I get to put my dick in it first. And he's like, no. <laughs> that's why you do it before the marriage. And there like, you go. afterwards, like, just, just, hey, work on your Kegels, clinch. <laughs> It's like don't make eye contact. No, 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 clinch, no clinch, clinch. When he comes in, and tries to do his thing, it's gonna be pre-slopped. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Holy shit. Yes. Holy fuck. <laughs> well, so that leads, and so the whole time I'm listening, medieval kegels. Real quick, the whole time I'm Mid-Kegels. listening to this, mid kegels. Oh my God. The whole time I'm listening to this, it started making me think more about a lot of the books that I do read that are fantasy that. You know that that do mimic European stuff, that do mimic yeah. even American wars and the start of American stuff like that. And it, I never really thought about it until recently. But a lot of the times, authors are drawing from our real, yeah. actual past to That's bring part their of stories the fun forward. Is trying to figure out, what... yeah. And I, and I and I just I never tried to do that before, but now it's like become this obsession where I'm reading something and I'm like, wait a minute. This is what happened to the Assyrians or whatever. I'm just like, wow, that's so fucking cool. Then you have that cool bit of knowledge that you bust out at any yeah. given time. You're just like, oh, hey, 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 you know what I learned? You know what I learned? You know what I learned? Bam! There you go, motherfucker. Boom, bitch. But it's it's a really great podcast. Uh, I would definitely listen to Dan Carlin's uh, Hardcore History. It is so fucking good. And they he covers all kinds of different uh, 
places and ages. One of my other favorites is the King of Kings series. And it's all about like Assyria and the Persians and all that. And that was so cool to like really learn in depth about because when you, when, when you reach, reach, when you read things like the 300 comic books and when you watch the movie and all this other stuff and rather watch the movie than read the comics because Frank Miller has less of a hand in it. (laughs) I love Frank Miller. No, I like when was the last time you read Frank Miller? Uh, well, the last the last things I read were were his three hundred, his Dark Knight. I didn't say what a couple years ago. Really? Yeah, you were still super cool with all that. Like, oh god, he he had a hard on for his like his mythologized freaking Spartan bullshit. Yeah, I like it. it. That's I think that stuff's cool. Oh, it's like just like man. They yeah, there was like three hundred Spartans, but there was like a thousand fucking slaves, brosive. They were not in the front, they were in the back, but no. No, like yeah. The Spartans who constantly fucked each other, you're gonna you're gonna say it's the Athenians that fucked boys. Go yeah, for it. The, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. Dramatization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, you keep saying that, Frank Miller. But, you th- keep... but that's but that's the point is he was he's, last generation's he's, he's, Mark Millar. He's creating his own <laughs> narrative of a history. And so that's why I took it that way. I don't take it as an accurate thing. No, but... it's just no. It really, it's just reading it and how he. I don't know when you start seeing like him coming through, and you're just like reading all like, like dude, you just, Frank. You just really hate Frank. I feel like I every time we've no, ever talked I about Frank like stuff, Frank. you it's, just never yeah. liked him. But his first run of Daredevil was amazing. Because it was so fucking. That was him so... subtly working yeah. on his issues. I love not that fucking. One. You know. Here's my issue. <laughs> oh my god! You fucking what? Punny, you punny bastard! <laughs> Here's oh, no. my issue. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, yeah. I wasn't even trying on that, friend. That that wasn't even on purpose. Were. No. Oh shit! But it's just it's just been really cool. Fuck, that was good. Why was. didn't I do that on purpose? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like it's just been one of those things that's been really awesome for me. It's it's changed the way I've been reading the perspective on a lot of these books, especially fantasy. I never really understood how much our actual wars and battles and stuff affected fantasy so hardcore. Like, even one of my favorite ones is the Aragon series, is the Inheritance Cycle. And even there, they, they, the elves in that, in that world are so set on, like, magic being, like, a science kind of thing, you know? The way we are, that one of them learns... How to split an atom and turns himself into a fucking A-bomb and blasts the whole island as a way to destroy the last enemies. And the whole time, like, it never clicked in my head that, oh, shit, that was us bombing. That's 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 the allegory of the United States of America bombing Japan and to get the war to stop. And like, then, fuck. in reverse, when you said that, I was like, oh, shit. There's an isekai show that's the reverse of that. <laughs> yeah. What was it? The Great Master or the Great Master's grandson or something like that? I haven't seen it. Basically, this kid is a, a science nerd. Comes, you know, gets reincarnated, of course. And his dad is like Grant, like the guy who finds him is like the super powerful dude of this world named Merlin, of course. Of course. So he raises him, and he he uses his science knowledge to be the best in magic. That's like, amazing. Okay, Oh my god. Okay, so fire does like that, but we know how molecules work and if magic is just manipulating the world around you, if you manipulate the molecules instead. I'm like, okay, okay, I know this. Does a fireball wipes out a whole forest. Oh, like, oh. Sh- 
I will not do that again. <laughs> he made a hydrogen bomb out oh of a fire. He turned a fireball out into a, a hydrogen fireball. bomb. That's amazing. It, but it's it was so, so cool. dumb. It's so cool that 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 so much of our history that things like that are actually touching and melting into fantasy and stuff. Which, by the way, I did want to bring up the fact that I'm so excited that I finally got Brandon to watch JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I have trouble getting through it. It's just there's so like when you know there's so much. Well, and you kind of I I think it's I think I just finished uh Jonathan's. Yes. So just so you know. So I'm on Fantasy Star. I, I, I just started Fantasy Star yeah. Raiders or whatever it's the, called. The Crusade, Phantom the, Star yeah. Crusaders or something. Yeah, Star Crusaders. So um, they, they've made up to the golden Oh, win, I know. I know. It's but, up to like a few, yeah. But this year, I believe, I think it's the winter. Yeah, I think it's the winter season it's of anime this year. It's the reboot thing that they did? They're, yeah. 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 So I know about I'm, JoJo. I just I'm haven't watched so it. I'm so excited. It is, it is, it is aesthetic as fuck. Fuck. I love it. That whole show is pure aesthetic. I love it. I love that they're constantly throwing in like pop culture references. Because here's here's another thing. Brandon didn't know that JoJo's has been a series since 1989. Oh yeah, he I didn't remember, know. People people will people have been making the yeah. fucking the steamroller joke forever. And so I was because of the OVA that came out like the yes. what mid 90s, mid-90s early 90s. 90s. And yeah. so when I told him about that, he's like, oh, what the fuck? I was like, dude, this is a really old series. The comic books, the, the manga have been amazing. I I freaking love the manga. If you are super shonen, even just from the read from them. the uh, read them <laughs> from early internet days when like gifs were how you explained everything. Yes, just fucking an old sprite gif from like steamroller Dio. <laughs> ah! Dude, I, that was always one of my favorite things. Was Trying that, to, what, that's what can get you into something. You said it's like, what the fuck is that? I'm going to start researching. Yeah. Oh, I'm bound. I've been I've been up for the last three days, and I've got a piss, y'all. Well, it's like my favorite character was always Speedwagon, and so it it was just always one of my favorite things. And then as I got older, and I started listening to Ario Speedwagon, and made the connection, I was like. This is amazing. There's a reason why it's taken so long for it to show up in the West. Yeah. And it is licensing. Cool. So that was one of the things I was reading. And they had finally got picked up by Viz Media. A couple, I think it was 2011 or something like that. And and it's why they're starting to like resurface as like new anime and being repopulated and why it's getting funding again. But I'm so... Stoked and also, Davis's it. show was really good. They oh, yeah. they worked so hard to make that as true to the show as uh, of the story as possible. Yep. Was Araki is the guy who I can't remember the name of the guy who writes it, but uh, the, who makes um, it? Oh my god! But that dude. I was reading it. I was I was reading through some of it yesterday. Just, I, can't remember I highly recommend just looking at his art. It's it is beautiful. Sick. It is. He draws like a sculptor. Yes. Yes. Like everything. Like you can everything see. Everything it looks, it is full oh on God. freaking based off of, because he, he was obsessed with, gr- no, not just, not technically well, real anatomy. He was obsessed with uh, Greek and Roman sculpture. Yeah. Well, mainly Greek. So that was like his whole thing was like he, he turned these into like Greek gods and like those. Ew, so yeah, every drawing is a sculpture. It's beautiful it is, to look at. It is at. beautiful to see his work. I love it. It makes no sense when you look <laughs> at it because it is a Technicolor vomit. <laughs> it really is, but, but I love it's it. It's in a way where everything is there for a re- You may not know the reason everything looks the way it does. 
but he made sure everything looked Look, that way. Yep. And you can tell that there was mastery put into it. There was You're mastery, just too love, dumb to notice. Love and consistency. Yeah. And, and that's one of the other things I've always loved about this show is just how how zany it is, how over the top it is, and it knows it's over the top. It even addresses it sometimes. But it takes its facts uh, seriously. Like yeah. the fact of this is how X works. Because that is kind of the problem. It is just, at the end of the day, a shonen battle yeah, anime. Yeah, it's a shonen battle but anime. It's not, it's... it's n- if, you, if, you, if you're using modern comparisons, it's Hunter Hunter, not Bleach. Yes. It or- isn't, it isn't, oh, this is a move I didn't want to use until eight fucking fights yeah. from now. I guess I'm going to have to use it now. Oh, that's great. You did that. Yeah. But I was saving this move too. Like, oh, you were saving that move? I had another move I was yeah, saving. Yeah, it's not like that. No. And then, or, or... It's, this is how my stand works. Yep. This is the function. How can I... Well, let's bring it back to fucking the kid who created a hydrogen bomb with a fireball. Yep. How can I Maximize manipulate it. what yes. I do Perfectly. The other Min thing, maxing like a motherfucker. The other thing that I really loved about it, and Brandon, I think this is what really while having the name of a hair metal baby. Yes, <laughs> but I think this is what drew Brandon in is that the fights aren't five, six, seven, eight episodes long. The fights are one or two episodes. It's you. Sometimes watching, it's not an actual fight. Yeah, and but you're watching the fights happen. When they happen, as they happen, it's not five episodes of Goku going, I'm making a spirit bomb! And the only one that technically <laughs> takes long, the like, and ones that, like, well, one that does take longer than that, technically takes longer because it stops time. It stops time, <laughs> but also because- Real time, it's the, fi- it's, the, it's the size of a normal fight. Yeah. Technically, it's a lot longer because they stop time, but still. But still, but it's just, it's really cool because everything resolves very quickly. You get to experience things as the time. It's not full of just a bunch of garbage filler. Because they have another like, reference to make yeah, tomorrow. They always I, mean, have, it's... I fucking love it. It's so good. And it finally convinced Brandon- because he was like, well, this show's good, and you've been bugging me for years to watch it. He's like, so I'm happy I did. He's like, do you really think I should start One Piece? I was like, yes, please do I it. I can't. I love it so much. There's I only, love the comic. There's only like 100 episodes of quote-unquote filler, but even then, they're not even filler episodes. They're like side quests okay, okay, for Fran, different characters, Fran. and it's great. Yes, there's so only good. like 100 episodes of filler, but there's like 700 episodes, period. 900, I know. Fuck me, are you? I was thought I was high. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> This has been going on <laughs> so since cute. what 2002? Yeah. <laughs> this but is it's nearly 20 years old. But it's so good. Concurrent. I Oh my god, I just love One Piece. It's one of my favorites cuz again, it's another one where the characters I love the way it's drawn. I yes. love first the off, way it's drawn. First off, yes, the the art style, the way it's animated, fucking Except, Oh, no, no, no. Great. There has to be a caveat. I love the way the men are drawn. That motherfucker, <laughs> Odo, yeah. only knows how to draw one woman, and that is what he finds sexually appealing. Yeah. He actively said, no, and he explained, like, why does he always draw? He's like, because that's the girl I know how to draw. That's <laughs> I like he... that girl. Like, how do you draw a girl? Big eyes, big tits, small waist. You done. You done. Wait, don't forget the round, the round bottom. Oh, yeah. But... He likes them hourglassed. Yeah. <laughs> but still, but even but... no, no, no. He likes them looking like anal beads. <laughs> round head, <laughs> round boob, round boob. And it is definitely according <coughs> to size. Boop, boop, boop. Yep. 
you start with the smaller end and flip. <laughs> and then once that gets sucked in, you got a smaller pole. And then you just keep going and then you yeah. rip it like a cord. <laughs> no, don't Bay do that. Beyblades, motherfuckers. Don't, don't really Beyblade your partner for the love of all that is holy. Don't really do that. That is a way to ruin their anus. Be gentle. Be gentle with oh, your lovers. Oh, I didn't know your your Beyblade was technically a rosebud. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, they all had that design on it. Yeah. Like, I didn't know the design on yours was a flower. Rosebud. Rose <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's right, folks. It wasn't me that technically oh, did the work. shit. <laughs> Holy fucking shit. But oh, no. hell. Everything, everything about that show. Like, and if I know, I know that it seems daunting to watch so many episodes, but think of it this way. You, it's a great series that you can pick up and put down. It really is. It's a great anime that you can do that with. And this means that you'll have content for a while. And it's great because each of the characters get their own chance to be like yeah. fully realized, main... to go through their thing. So it's not just, it's not like Naruto where it's just really, where the whole show is summed up as Naruto, you you need, you need but to, no. Ma- Naruto Sasuke, does, you no, need no, to no. chill. Like, Naruto does this thing until we ca- catch up to the comic. Then we have food ninja arcs. Uh... Or the same goddamn rock lee arc four times in a four row fucking yeah no dude i get you that's that and, th- and then this is another reason why God, i'm not that show fucking and the problem with that is that that starts making you not like yeah a lot of the fucking uh shonen s- series because it, it starts to it make shows you, you what they do what and it they makes can you hate. do exactly no it shows you their tropes in a way that makes you nitpick them well but this is but this is why i but, loved one piece is that is that like jojo's bizarre adventure he knows that there's tropes and he addresses that and he makes fun of that. And then you get to watch the characters break past the tropes to be real people. And it's amazing. It's one of the reasons why I love it. If I'm going to watch. And also his goal is nebulous. Yes. One piece was it basically you find out like, like we're talking a third of the way through the second arc that it doesn't technically exist. Probably. Yep. Nobody really cares. It's just, they have this fucked up society period. So it's just him. He's using his cert. Nobody gave Kane from Kung Fu shit about finding inner peace. Yep. Because he keeps wandering around and finding new shit to do. Yep, new shit. Yep. Finding the search is what gets him from story one to story two. Quantum Leap had had the fucking had the leap system thing where he's like <laughs> jumping for. He's trying to get home. That's the core. That's the overarching. Yeah. Ate it line one to line to, beginning in. All right, Alpha and Omega. The cool shit in the middle where you like freaking uh freaking has to like shoot ga- JFK and shit. Oh my god. That kind of stuff is great. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's amazing. Or that one where like he was like, dude, I'm fucking death row, and they electrocute him, then yeah. he jumps into it. Like, fuck! Quantum Leap rocked! That was good. But uh yeah, so it's just it's just an excuse um what keeps driving him, period. Yes. It's just his goal that probably even he knows by now doesn't exist. But his searching for the goal keeps bringing him happiness. Yep. So why would he stop? Why would he, he stop? He keeps finding new cool things to do. And it's great. And it's great to experience that. And it's great to watch the character's growth. And it's the fights are so amazing. Oh, my God. If you are an action fan, the fights in One Piece are so fucking beautiful. With that same rolling of... Uh, so beautiful. It's rare that something gets pulled out of his ass. At least from when I start... when By the time I stopped reading. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> because he had, like... Oh, he has a super cool thing. 
it shows him like trying He's or coming across coming across like figure it out. Okay, I'm trying to figure out more things to do with my body. Yeah. Then like they're they're all gone for a month and they come like, what was it one they were gone for like a year? Like they in were the out, comment. Yeah. They were out at Seaford. They all no no no. They all separated and then came back. Oh, okay. I know. Which you're probably about. happened a few times actually. Yeah. Which is a good place to do your filler arcs. Yep. But uh and yeah, it comes back, he's like Learned a few things. Like, okay, he's going to have like a shitload more things he can pull out whenever he wants. Yep. <clears throat> and when his normal thing is just punch a dude from a mile away is so good, <laughs> why would he pull those out yeah. his ass unless he has unless to? Unless he absolutely needs them. And that's what I love is that, you know. It I... also powers him. Sorry to cut you off again. Yeah, but no. The fact no matter how good he gets, you see how, I think it was like uh, the the war was like the last was it the, the last pirate time you war, read? like when they were trying to bust out Ace and whatnot. Yeah. Oh my god! When you find like Whitebeard and all his people who <clears throat> who can sneeze and wipe out a fucking, fucking island, yep. you're not that powerful. Yeah, like as strong as you are, you know that there's something out there that is just gonna wipe their ass with that's, you. That's one of those things that I loved is that they always did a good job of showing that. That this again, going back to Dragon Ball Z. Not that I'm trying to shit on Dragon Ball Z because I do like I I. For nostalgia reasons, I like it, but I don't want, I can't. It's that narrator voice. Yeah, it's got to be. Is this going, going to be to the end, end for Kakarot? Yep, it's, that's what it's got to be. But... Will Vegeta destroy the world? But I know this is the fifth time you've seen this episode, but find out next, next time, time on Dragon Ball, Ball Z. Z. Yeah. <coughs> Rock no. the dragon. <laughs> yep, that's exactly what it is. And so and so that's the thing is that where Dragon Ball Z does this thing where it's just like, I'm the most powerful being in the world. Now I am. Oh, well, now I'm the most powerful being yeah, in the world. Yeah, because Saiyans no, are bullshit. Like, it's just, yeah, it doesn't do that. Every it's... time they get near death, they get stronger. And this is what I don't get. Vegeta's supposed to be all about the end result, not training, okay? Yeah. In the cell arc, when he knew when he knew he had to get better, why didn't he just grab a giant bucket of sensu beans, go in the hyperbaric time chamber, set them down, grab one, stab himself in the gut, eat one, stab himself in the gut, eat another? Because he's not training his body and his powers. Yeah, that trains his power. Then he can spend the rest of the year training his body. All he's doing is giving his body extra power, but he's yeah. not training his yeah. body Guess to what? make it. You're in there for a fucking year. I know, but it's when you're when you're in the the hydro whatever hydroponic time chamber. <laughs> the hyperbolic, Christ. not hydro. Yeah. It's the hydroponic. Hy- oh my god. <laughs> Get that train inside! <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, it came out my nose. Uh, uh, oh, Galagon, bitch. Oh, shit. No, uh, yeah, the the hyperbolic, uh, they, uh, it's a year, but isn't it supposed to be, like, technically, like, ten years of regular time passing? No. Like, equivalent is no, what it a is? a day. Oh, a, day a day goes by. A day goes by. Okay, that's what it is. I couldn't remember what the time fucking consistency yeah, is. Yeah, I'm serious. Fuck you. Stab yourself. Eat a bean. Stab your... Or tr- Okay, how about this then? Why didn't Trunks do that? Because he doesn't give two shits about honor. Because- he spent the entire Android arc pissed at everybody for wanting to fight all these androids like normal people. Instead of, instead just of killing, killing them. them. Yeah. He gave fucking Goku a thing. Hey, take this heart medication so you don't die. He doesn't fucking take his heart medication, and he nearly dies. Yeah. Like, mother fuck you. I broke space time to fucking tell you this, you dumb fucking monkey. <laughs> that's the 
That's the whole point of Trunks's character, though. It's not that it's not it's not anything to do with honor and everything to do with the yeah. fact that he's lived the shitty existence of what happens. And so he's doing yeah. he's doing so, the John Connor if shit. If you had that horrible life <clears throat> and you knew <clears throat> one, your biologist, every time you nearly die, you get stronger. Two, there's a bean out there that fucking cures you and makes you 100, 100% every time you fucking eat one. Here's a chamber that you could fucking spend a year in one day. Hey, yeah. Eat a bean. Like, stab yourself. Eat a He has a fucking sword. Stab yourself. Because eat a bean. Trunks stab yourself. Need eat it. a bean. At that yes, point, he fucking at does. At that point in time, he was already stronger than all of them. No, he wasn't. Except for Gohan. No, he wasn't. Yes, he was. No, he wasn't. Yes, he was. The only one at that point in time in the in, in the Cell series, the only no, he one... No, he got his ass handed to him after coming out of the chamber. The only one who was stronger than him out of the regular homeboys was Gohan. No, Goku it wasn't. Was not, Vegeta, Vegeta was not. Vegeta straight murked fucking uh, Cell 2, but then he gave him Android 18 because he was cockswoman. But they actively said, no, because he went Super Saiyan, the, the, the Super... Super Saiyan, like... The, the super bulky shit, that made him think that he was stronger. He wasn't. He was slow as fuck so anybody can dodge him. Like, Cell actively says that Vegeta most likely can do that for him too. He just ain't gonna do it because it sacrifices too much actual ability for nothing but strength. Trunks is not he is, that strong. He is, but at that point he, in no, time, When he, he comes back the first the time two. and murks the fuck out of Frieza, yes, after that, he did that and came right back. In his in his world, he killed Frieza, and then five minutes later, he came back to fight. Actually, right after he killed Frieza is when he jumped to the... When he jumped to the cell. Yeah. Yeah. But, one, he got his ass handed to him by the by the androids still. Yes, because the androids are still fucking super beings. Yeah. They're still super beings. You know the only reason Gohan, Goku didn't kill them? It's because Goku's a shit person. And he was also dying because he's a dumb fucking person. Because Goku cares more about himself and his yes. growth than he does about anything else. Yeah, he he's, cares. He's, he's he, garbage. He, is, he's he garbage. is just as selfish and horrible. No, he's actually more. He doesn't oh, no, no, no. even raise his own Get this. Kids. Get this. Vegeta is actually better than Goku. Yeah. He is a, like, as horrible as he is. Because I want you to think. You, did you watch that Beerus movie, Battle of Gods? Uh, yes. Amazing. <clears throat> yes. So. What happens when Goku steps up to somebody who could easily kill him? He throws a punch at him. Yep. What did Vegeta do when he saw that everybody he knows and loves could die at any time? He prepares. He sings that bingo song. <laughs> yeah. He does whatever he can to protect the people he yeah. loves instead of punching a god in the face. Instead of thinking he could being, destroy a god. For the, for the crime of being stronger than him. Well, here's here's if, if that isn't enough but of a selling that, point, that that is fucking Wukong though. Like if that, that is the yeah. story of because he's based off of uh, the the monkey god Wukong. So yeah, yeah, of course. Well, but and so and so this is one of the things because I've always Vegeta has always been my favorite character in DBZ always from day one. Even though he's an arrogant piece of shit, I still always loved him from day one. And it's for the for this for these simple facts, he's a better tactician than Goku. He is. Period. He actually cares about more than just How about to himself. Stop slamming your hand down on the fucking Sorry. table. Sorry. Three <laughs> on, on my hand instead of the table. Three, the motherfucker actually grows and changes yeah. as a character, whereas Goku Doesn't is still it? the same stupid idiot who's 
I'm going to be more powerful. You're my kid. You know, the only, the only thing that changes between Goku from when you first meet him to the end of the series is a tail. Oh, my God. Yes. That's it. That's it. There's his character, and so when people are always like, oh, I love Goku, I'm like, he's a garbage character. He's a garbage human being. Piccolo is more of a father to Gohan than Goku is to his and own And he kidnapped son. the kid. Like, holy shit. Like, it's just crazy to me that people love his character, and I'm like, his character He seriously garbage. kidnapped him for the sole purpose of wiping his, or of brainwashing him into killing Goku. Yeah, because, <coughs> you know, Goku's a piece of fucking yeah. shit that keeps attracting powerful beings from other places to his planet and putting everyone in danger because he wants a good fight. Yeah, it's... Fucking idiot. I'm all about Prince Vegeta for life, man. Mine's TN. Oh, my God. Well, you know what? As long as no one says Yamcha, we're good. You know what? No. I will say Yamcha might... Either Yamcha or Krillin is the best for one simple reason. Oh, no, Yamcha. He knew he was never going to be the strongest person in the world. He is easily... Krillin's the strongest human. Yep. The next two, it's it can be tossed between Tien and him because they don't really fight all that often. Tien, it's, it's most Tien. likely Tien because he always trains. Yeah, but Yamcha's scrappy, but he knew he wasn't the strongest person in the universe. He wasn't the strongest person on the planet. Right when a android was about to fucking eviscerate him, he still had the mindset to try and call out for his friends to get the powerful people instead of just freaking out. Also. When he knew he was never going to be the strongest, he decided to use his strength, his vast strength and ability to get that paper. He became a baseball player. Yeah. Nobody can fuck with somebody who can fly to the bases. Like, yeah, yeah. sure. I'll play. I, what? I've ranked in every world martial arts tournament. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I got to hit that ball. Do you want me to take off my 200-pound weight? Okay. <laughs> I'll hit it with, like, a pinky finger. Fuck you, Frodo. Like, no. Nah, you can do whatever. Like, he knew. He knew his limitations, and he fucking got that paper. I know Krillin eventually did, too. Okay, here's here's here's, here's the thing. Yamcha's a fucking creep. Yes, he is. He's a disgusting fucking creep He also grew useless. up. I will say, I will, I will only defend Yamcha to a point. And that is, bitch grew up alone in the desert. He did grow alone. With nothing but a talking, floating cat as a companion that he probably thought wasn't real. Or maybe thought was his father, who fucking knows at this point. Yeah. (laughs) Goku at least had a grandpa and then didn't have a grandpa for about a couple months. He had a pervy grandpa. And here's another thing, too. No, no, no. His grandpa wasn't pervy. You're thinking of Roshi. Uh, Yeah, sorry. I'm thinking of Roshi. So Goku had Roshi and only He was only parentless for about a couple months. Yeah. And one of the things that I always seem to forget is that Goku is younger than Yamcha. Okay? And I still struggle to realize how fucking old is Goku. Do you fucking know? Do you have any idea how old this motherfucker is supposed like to be? He was like 10 in the original. So th- I think there's like a six year difference was between it, him and Yamcha. Wasn't he only like eight in the original? I was thinking 10. It could have been younger. So, oh God, when you said that, it's like, wait, was Yamcha like 40 during Dragon Ball Z? Yeah, that's what. That's the point I'm trying to get to. Is so how would old... a TN because he, they were around the same age and yeah. height. How old are fucking Yamcha and TN? Oh. Holy shit. 
maybe your cells stop aging when you die. Tien had to, both of them motherfuckers had to get wished back. They both had to be brought back to life, so they were brought back at their previous. In Dragon Ball, they were brought back to life. Yeah. And they still look the same. So maybe you Mm. stop. Is that why Krillin's so small? He died when he was a kid. Oh, no. Don't say that. So now. Holy shit. I love Krillin. That would explain Chaozu as well. Oh well, no, because Chaozu's not human. Chaozu's um. No, Chaozu is. It's they. It was never explained what Chaozu. Yeah, is. I'm like, wait, but Chaozu's not human. He can blow himself up. But yeah. So can anybody technically, but not many people use that ability because you can all like, like, dude. Jesus. I used self destruct once. What? Once. <laughs> Get that jump biscopo in. <laughs> but. I love that line. That have you seen John? You've seen Johnny Dangerous. Yeah. Okay. Good. Because yeah, I was making that joke yesterday to somebody, and they were just like, "Of course, nobody got it." So then I started looking up on my phone to try to find it, and it was like a, do a gif of kind of what it was. Yeah. And it was the hook. Oh. I I love this movie. It just like you shouldn't hang me up on a hook, Johnny. My grandpa hung me on a hook once. Once. Door. He's just like Michael <laughs> Keaton, just like with his mugging ass grin. Just open the door. <laughs> it is such a fucking great movie. Oh, I love that. Oh, here's one of the things I was really happy anyway. about is that in in my new workplace, mm-hmm. there are real, actual fucking dorky nerds there that I can talk with and interact with are in a natural habitat. Um, three of them are. But the other I have a hard time with hypermorbids, man. But the other one is uh, ex-Catholic. <laughs> he has this really dry sense of humor, which fucking has me dying. But the girl that sits in our cubicle area, her name's McKeon. McKeon's like, is he, is, I don't understand. Is he mad at me? I'm like, no, McKeon. He's just being sarcastic. He's just being a smart ass. She's like, oh, but. Is he mad? I'm like, oh my god! I'm like, like she doesn't get it, and that just makes it even more hilarious to me. So like yesterday, for example, he uh, was he she had she was eating hot Cheeto puffs is what it was, and he's like, oh I didn't know they made hot Cheeto puffs. She's like, have one. He's like, no thank you, and she's like, no you can try one. It's okay. He's like, I said, no, and then he looked at her because 20 minutes before then we had had a conversation about consent. That he oh was listening God. to. I, I'm not. And a f- so and so, I started dying. I started laughing because he was just like he's like McKeon. No means no, and she wasn't catching it. She wasn't getting that he was like trying to make fun of what we were talking about. That hurts me because I am I am a fucking social wreck, and if somebody <laughs> like is actively constantly doing nah. I'm with I'm with I'm with McKean on this one. I'm oh, sorry. Shit, I'm no. a baby girl on this one. I can't fucking well, oh and so that I did hurts. Af- a little bit after that I did ask him. I was like, I have a really personal question and you can stop me right now if you want. And he's like, Well, it depends on the question. What is it? I was like, Well, you're very monotoned. You're really good at dry sarcastic humor. I was like, and you seem very firm in your boundaries. Do you happen to be on the spectrum for something? And he looks at me for a second and he's like Yes, you're very astute. I was like, okay. I just wanted to make sure that I like never cross a boundary I shouldn't or anything. He's like, okay. And then he just sat there and looked at me for a while. And he's like, are you gonna are you gonna try to guess what it is? I was like, nah. I was like, you can keep your secrets. <laughs> but he's like one of my favorite human beings now. He's just he's just this funny kid. He's twenty three year old kid who was raised Catholic out in Manhattan or some shit. His 
came back to live in Utah where his family's originally from. And he's like, I fucking hate the Mormons. They're all kinds of fucking crazy. I'm like, welcome to Utah. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Fuck. But I, but it's, it's a nice change of pace because one of the other things I notice is there's like, I'm so awkward around grownups who are way more grown up than I am. Like I'm a 28 year old lady and I still struggle speaking to people who are like very bitch. I'm 34 and I'm in that goddamn boat. Yeah. Like I don't think I'm ever going to get over it. And so there, there are moments where I'm sitting there and I, I think I'm being funny and ridiculous and I've got the people around my age laughing. And then I look over and the 30 and 40 year olds are just kind of looking at me like, wait, what? I'm like, Oh shit. Oh, I'm going to get in trouble. Basically everybody looks at me like that though. Also, like, oh my God, people that I work with don't understand the fake anger. Oh. Like when you when you're talking about something silly and yeah. stupid, and then you put so much into it. Like I've already been talking about this for a while. We might as well act like it matters. So then you like kind of like, but why can't you see this? Yep. And then and they're like, just like, why do you care so much? But like, I really don't. I just it was I was on a tear. I was like, fuck it. Might it's as like well. it's just a, it's just me being silly on it. Might as well see it through to the end. I mean, I was on a weird thing. Kept going on it. Well, my my one boss that sits next to me that who we share the wall or whatever. His name is Aaron. He and I were talking about this too, and I was just like. Do I need to reel it in? And he's like, honestly, he's like, it makes my day. Hearing you have your little nerdy rants about stuff makes makes my day pretty happy because I have some of these moments in my own head and I never feel comfortable, you know, yeah. putting it out there. He's like, so I like that you are the way you are. He's like, you just keep doing you. I'm and like, also when you put so much like upset, anger and caring into something that doesn't matter. Yeah. You you pull it away from stuff that does. So you, the stuff that yep. does matter rolls like. Like jizz off a duck's back, man. J Why are you jizzing on ducks? <laughs> hey, hey, Fran, don't fucking judge me. Oh, I'm judging. All right, those don't ducks are me. innocent. They didn't fucking ask. Have you met you a duck? Come. A duck's not innocent. Ducks are innocent. You're thinking of geese. No. Geese are the a holes. No, I'm not talking about sexually. Ducks oh, aren't innocent. Yeah, I know. Ducks are rape beasts. Amongst their own species, yeah, they got the corkscrew dick, and they yeah. Period. Yeah. It is it is warfare. So you know what? Yeah. I think I'm standing up for my duck ladies when I jizz on duck backs, okay? Oh, I was like, oh, you yeah. want to do shit that doesn't want that? that you want to walk up to this lady duck and be like, I don't fucking care. Here's my barred penis. Like, skeet, skeet, you fucking what duck. Are you, a fucking duck crusadal? <laughs> skeet, skeet, duck. <laughs> this motherfucker skeet, over here. Skeet, Holy shit. Oh my god! I'm done. Bro. That's it. You're done. The day's over. This really? episode is done. <laughs> We're talking about. I was going to talking about Children of Morta because that's a great oh, game that you should play. I haven't, I haven't looked into that. yet. Okay, about okay. Fuck it, it ain't over. Uh, <laughs> my thing with like roguelikes is my first one was Enter the Gungeon. Oh my god, not gosh. that fun of the, not that fun of the game because the whole point of like with roguelikes is you get a little bit better, you get better gear, better, uh, yeah, better time. stats. Not with Gungeon. You're just always starting from zero. But Gungeon, it's yeah, you gotta, you better get good quick yeah. scrub. So. That's why it never really appealed to me, because there was no creep. There was no learning a thing. <laughs> but with Morta, it is really good. And the story is so good. And it it's it's just this family. that This family of warriors that lives on the edge of a forest, and something bad happens, and their family is always supposed to be the ones handling it. Mm -hmm. And they're handling it. It's so good. The story is just so simple. 
If you got Xbox Game Pass, it's on there. We do. We we got it because we wanted to play Halo on our computer. <laughs> but no, get it. It's really good. I've been having such a blast playing it. Every character plays differently because you start as just the dad and the oldest and the oldest sister. Yeah. Uh, he's a he's a sword and board. She's an archer. Okay. His whole thing is he can block. Her whole thing is she can move and attack at some points or stand still and attack. Fuck yeah. Slowly, you'll, slowly you get the youngest son who's the rogue, and it's who it's he is so hard to master. But once you get the hang of him, I understand why people he's the best character to most yeah. people. He can dodge three times, and when he starts attacking, after he builds it up, because he starts out step, 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 oh, but eventually fuck. it's and you can attack with either the face button or the right stick. Mm-hmm. So it's easy to move with the two with the twin sticks. So you can just have this motherfucker just stab forward and move him backwards. Uh-huh. So nothing can touch him. He's just like Okay. Did you ever play Rogue Legacy? No. That one is a really good rogue game. I'm just I I haven't played game really so, played games. I've only played like one game a year. I think beating Witcher 3 really got me back into playing video games. <laughs> because it's such a great fucking game. Oh, God. Oh, I, my God. I'm it's kind so of good. pissed I did. Uh, I played I played the two expansions before finishing it. Yeah. Like, right before you started uh, getting everything together to go to yeah. uh, Skellige. Uh, but, so, Heart, uh, Heart of Stone is fucking great. Fuck, yeah. Oh, it's just, my God. It you was don't so know good. what the fuck the story is until, like, Two thirds through it, mm-hmm. and then it smacks you in the face. Like fuck! I but love Blood that and one. Stone. I really wish that was my end because one, it is supposed to be the end. Yeah. Because he talks about the ending of the game, <laughs> but also the fact that it just ends with you and uh, uh, Regis. Yes. Just sat there, lamenting the fact that he had to do something to save your life because I was doing the good shit. Ah. Um... Yeah. I was going true neutral. <laughs> oh, it, no, I always have a, because, you know, well, Geralt tries not to get involved, but, and also, monsters aren't monsters. Yeah. Like, every, anything that isn't human isn't a monster. Yeah. So, or everything that isn't human. So, that's how I was playing it. Like, hey, somebody was fucking baiting this vampire, making him do it. I super wanted to kill the sister, though, but I let her live because that was the best story for the Duchess. Well, yeah. So that was one of those things that like that game, because it's so easy to play the bad guy. It is. And so usually I always do two runs of a game where I do the fun bad guy and then I do the hard good guy. But this game was one of the first games where I was like, I'm going to be just as true neutral as fucking possible. Just I was doing neutral good. Boop. And it was like, actually really I didn't really interfere fun. at the crossroads when the Baron's men were doing his shit because I didn't know the setup of the town yet. Oh, yeah. But after that, I truly debated after the uh, after I uh, after the Baron left, mm-hmm. just murdering the sergeant right there in the face. I mean, if you were the bad guy, no, that would be the good guy because the Baron's men were no longer contained. Yeah, but at the same time, a good guy wouldn't just murder people. I have you met a paladin? I guess that's true. Paladins. Paladin animals. would have raised that whole fucking town to the ground. You're right. You're right. You're right. Okay, you're right. With the <laughs> righteous fury of <laughs> Bahamut himself. <laughs> 
This is why I can't play paladins, man. They're just too ridiculous. I, like. I know, huh, Bubby? I know, oh, you're ridiculous. please tell me you fucked around. Ah, damn, that was something I was going to have you do. What? I was going to have you uh, create a character live on Path Builder. <gasps> Ooh. Because it's so fucking easy. I but haven't anyway, done it yet. I need anyway, to. We'll, we'll, we'll do that some other time. Because yes. I think Jake's gone another week. Uh, That'll be fun. But I'm finally going to close out this episode, <laughs> this rather long episode of what we've done lately. We'll see what gets put in and what doesn't. <laughs> Bitch, I'm lazy. <laughs> it's all going in. <laughs> like the first bit, like. Right after that, that long pause where I got like the amount, the shit, yeah. the, you know, noise reduction done. Hey, Malachi. Melly. Alrighty. That is about going to do it for this episode of Brother Squirrel. I'm not going to make Fran do all the outros, which really sucks. Actually, you know what? <laughs> hey, Fran. <laughs> do you know where they can get at us? They can get at us at the, uh, on Twitter, it's ABQ uh, podcast. Capital A, capital, capital B, P, capital Q. Q. And then uh, they can also <gasps> hit us up on Facebook. She sucks. Oh, I do. <laughs> I do. I'm terrible at these parts. I'm not I'm not a good intro or outro person. That's too much pressure. I know. <laughs> That's the fun. Why do you think I always throw it off to Jake? And then- uh, Oh, God, all the puppies. Yes. All what are you chewing dogs. on, Malachi? Come here, Pip. And then uh, hit us up on A Brother's Quarrel on Facebook. And then... BrotherScrawlerGmail.com I always forget about the email. Everybody do. Everybody do. Even even the good spam forgot about the email. <laughs> <laughs> you can also hit us on any podcast you, you got. You can rate and review us on iTunes, please. Uh, subscribe wherever you want. Give us a shout out if you want. If you got some stupid <laughs> yeah. shit you want us to talk about, go for it. Especially if it's fucking board game of D&D related. I mean, really, oh, we need to man. get that fucking game Fuck. finished. Yes. Fuck. But, yes, Malachi. But until next time, we here at our Brother's Crow would like to remind you that no one ever truly wins an argument. Or do they? God damn you, friend. <laughs>